Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. I am Nina Minnis. And as always, as always, it is a pleasure to come before you this beautiful Sunday, actually Palm Sunday, April the 2nd. And it is a beautiful day. I am back home. I am in Oklahoma. Yes, I am here with my mommy. And she's been cooking up a storm. So, <laughs> so I'm like, Lord, I thank you. There's nothing like a mother's love, you know? <laughs> so I want to say thank you for listening today. Thank you for all of my faithful listeners. It is such an honor to be able to come before you on a regular basis. And God use me in whatever way he sees fit to speak into your lives. I don't take that lightly. Um, I really don't. And I give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the the praise because he alone is worthy. He alone. And so I want to also welcome my first time listeners. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. Feel free to listen to our past podcasts and see if any of those are also a blessing to you. And I pray this one is a blessing for you today. Of course, you all, I do have a word from the Lord. So let's go ahead and just dive right into prayer. Father God, I thank you. I glorify your name. I lift you high. We magnify you. We glorify your name, Jesus, because you alone, you alone are worthy. We are nothing without you. We are nothing without you. And Lord, with you, we can do all things. And I thank you, God, for being our strength, for being our health, for healing bodies, for strengthening hearts and minds. Lord God, we come before you just wanting to sit at your feet and hear what you have to say to us today, God. Whatever it is that you want to say and however you want to say it, use me, Lord. I decrease willingly and I ask that you increase and overflow and that you would take over this podcast, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Lord, I ask that you would touch, heal, and deliver, and that you would tailor make this word for whomever it is you're speaking to today. Lord, we thank you for this time in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So today, everybody, um, this word actually came to me at the last minute. I was actually um, sitting, um, enjoying time with my mom and Um, we watched service today and, um, all of a sudden out the blue, the title of this podcast came to me and then scriptures just start coming. And I said, "Uh Oh, okay, God. All right. (laughs) I said, let's go. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to go ahead and give scripture first. And then, uh, the title of this podcast, let's go to Hebrews 10, 35 through 37. I'm going to read this out of the New King James Version. It says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward for you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise for yet a little while. And he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Amen. So let's also turn to. Habakkuk, Habakkuk uh, 2 and 3 out of the New King James Version, it reads, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak 
Somebody say speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. In the Message Bible, you know I got to read it in the Message Bible. So that same scripture in the Message Bible reads, This vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. And it doesn't, doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come right on time. Amen. God, we thank you for your word today. So there are many of us, myself included, who have been waiting on the fulfillment of God's promises. Some promises um, originated with God, meaning that they were not something that we asked God for specifically. Amen. So these promises were placed on our heart years ago. Okay. And they were confirmed in God's word. And it may have even been placed in the mind and mouth of a prophetic vessel of God and spoken to you. And we have been holding on to this promise because this promise is so much bigger than us, right? And you have stood on these promises from God. And what's so great about God is we're reminded of the words that he speaks to us from time to time. Like if God promised you that uh, you would be married with children and you keep celebrating with the friends and family um, around you, the friends and family that are getting married, you go to their weddings and you celebrate with them, you celebrate with them the new births of their children and you're not jealous. You're not jealous. You're not envious because it's a matter of God's divine timing. And you will meet and marry your kingdom spouse. Amen. So you 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 eagerly anticipate, but you're not looking down or, or looking or feeling down because it's not your turn yet. And if you are, I want to remind you that there are things that occurred in your life that God blessed you with that somebody right now is still waiting on. Somebody is still waiting on what you have received from God, maybe even over and over again. Maybe somebody's believing God for a house and you have one. Maybe someone is believing God for a car and you have one. Somebody is standing and waiting and and eagerly anticipating to receive a, a career, a job, something stable in their life to bring in income. And you have one. So just think about that, that everybody at some point in their life have to wait on the promises of God to be fulfilled. So back to the example about um, your kingdom spouse, and this is for my singles. Later, you understand after you meet and marry your spouse, you'll understand why you had to wait, because it's going to turn out to be the love of a lifetime. It's going to be something that's much bigger and much better than you could even put into words and ask of God for on much larger scale. 
So the promise of God still stands and at the appointed time, God will fulfill what he's spoken over your life. He's not going to leave you hanging, I promise. He's not going to leave us hanging. He is too good for that. So just real quick, let's look at Abraham and Sarah. Of course, we know the story very well. Now in Genesis um, 18 and 10, one of the angels was sent to speak to Abraham about what was to come. He spoke of the promise that God gave to both him and Sarah. Because if you remember, when God was speaking to Abraham and he told him to leave his country, leave his his hometown to a place that I will show you. He also later said that he's going to give him um, offspring or descendants that is going to far outnumber the number of sand, the grains of sand. And Abraham, of course, even at that time was much older. He was probably saying, now how is he going to do this? What is he, what is he talking about here? Because I'm too old. Sarah's too old, but God had a plan and he had a purpose. And this was more of a spiritual offspring than anything, but he did promise him a son. So in Genesis 18, 10 through 13, let's read from there. And this is when the angels, the three angels came and visited um, Abraham and he went and he had um, some things cooked up for them and got them some, some, uh, something to refresh them from being uh, in travel or, or coming their way. And he, he just honored the men of God. So in verse 10, it says, then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out, and Lord and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. And as we know, Sarah did have a son. She had two, actually, but. Uh, The other one, of course, was not through her womb, but she birthed Isaac. So, but at the time, Sarah was like, I know you're not talking about me getting pregnant. (laughs) As old as I am, somebody around here telling jokes. I know you ain't talking to me. (laughs) But many of us have said this to ourselves about the promises God made to us years ago. After all these years of waiting, sometimes we get weary. We get tired of waiting sometimes. And and we wonder, did I really hear from God? Or was it just me? Did I make that up? Is this even possible after all this time, after all these years? Is it even possible that God will fulfill this promise in my life? 
God is saying to us, you and me, my promise still stands. Everything that I have spoken to you, everything that I have shown you, every prom- every prophecy that I released to you, it was already done in that moment. So the manifestation of my promise will surely come. Again, it says in Habakkuk 2 and 3, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now, if you noticed, it said, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Now, what does that mean? When God speaks a word, it's not spoken once. It echoes. It continues to speak. And at the appointed time, it will prove to be true. And its fulfillment, hear me, its fulfillment produces stronger faith, not only in your life, but in those who witness your testimony. Sometimes the weight and the things that we go through, I know sometimes, most of the time, the things that we go through and the things that we're waiting on to come to pass, when the situation just seems dead and gone and, and there's no hope, and then all of a sudden God comes through and it's much bigger and better than what you expected, it's not always about you. Sometimes it's about increasing the faith in those who look on. Sometimes it's about building and and creating that testimony that you would tell those after the fact, showing God's goodness, God's faithfulness, how God will never fail, how he'll make a way out of no way, how he'll heal your body and make you whole. Amen? How he'll restore broken relationships that he's put in place. How he will bring a marriage back together that was almost on the brink of divorce. Amen? Come on. We're talking about God here. There is nothing too impossible for him. So, while we're in our waiting time, we often become embarrassed when we have shared with others the promise of God what we're believing God for because it produced hope in us and we were excited and then after some time and after not seeing the fulfillment yet after years of waiting we become ashamed and we and, and we shrink back when somebody asks us about it Or we just simply say things like, well, God is able. God is able. Right? But secretly, we have almost given up hope that it will come to pass. But God is saying to you, to me, the promise still stands. Amen? We have to trust, believe, and rely on the faithfulness of God. Right? We serve a faithful God. 
And we have to look back. Look at his track record. See how consistent he has been in our lives. Look at all the ways he's made in the past. How he brought you up and out of things. How he brought you through what you felt like you were trapped in. Amen? When all hope was gone. And then God stepped in right on time. Doing more than what you expected him to do. Touching hearts on our behalf. Giving you favor with total strangers. Meeting that needs in ways that you still can't explain without, without tearing up and crying. So guess what? If he did it before, he will do it again. He is the same God that brought the Israelites out of Egypt. He is the same God that will fulfill his promises in your life. The same God. His promise still stands. God will never leave you embarrassed and he will not leave you ashamed that you stood on his word, that you trusted that what he spoke to you is what you are going to receive, what you're going to experience. You will never be put to shame. Never. Let's go through a few scriptures here and let's look at God. Let's break this thing down. In Numbers 23 and 19, in the NIV version, it reads, God is not a human that he should lie and not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? The answer to that is no. He'll never fail. It goes against the very nature of God to lie. God will never go against his own word. God is his word. God's word is who he is. It says in John 1 and 1 in the NIV version, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God is also spirit. He is a spirit. John 4 and 34 reads, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. In 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And then in John 16 and 13, it reads, but when he the spirit of truth comes. He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own behalf. He will only speak what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. And that is what he has done to you. He has, the Holy Spirit has spoken to you, has given you an unction as to what is to come so that you can be an expectation. So when God speaks anything no matter what it is it is done it is finished it is complete amen nothing missing 
nothing. And our wait on God's fulfillment must be that of preparation for what he has spoken and anticipation, which is fueled by our faith. See, knowing that God literally cannot fail. He is truth and his words will never be returned to him unfulfilled. This should keep us holding on. This should keep us in a posture of praise for what he is going to do. This should intensify our worship because we serve a God that is faithful and true. And no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter how long it takes, God's word will come to pass. So God is saying to you, he's saying to me, my promise still stands. I'm going to end this podcast today with the words from a very popular worship song. It's called Do It Again by Elevation Worship. Do you know it? If not, definitely go on YouTube and listen to that song. It's been done by so many people, um, but the original version of it is um, through Elevation Worship. And I'm going to just read the lyrics of this song. And I want you to really take this in. I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to speak the words because I really want you to hear it. And it goes, walking around these walls, I thought by now they'd fall, but you have never failed me yet. Waiting for change to come, knowing the battles won, for you have never failed me yet. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. I know the night won't last. Your word will come to pass. My heart will sing your praise again. Jesus, you're still enough. Keep me within your love. My heart will sing your praise again. In the chorus, your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me. Your promise still stands. It repeats that again. And then it goes to, I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I'll see you do it again. You've made a way where there was no way. And I believe I'll see you do it again. And it says that over and over again. And then it goes back to your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. 
you've never failed me yet. And then at the at the very end, it says, and I never will forget. Amen. You have got to hear the song. I don't care who sings it. The, the song is still powerful. It still encourages your heart to hang on, to stand strong and believe. The promise still stands, beloved. Hold on to the fact that God has already done it. When he spoke it, it was done right then. You are just waiting on the manifestation. Whether God spoke this word to you directly, through the Holy Spirit, or you read it in the word and it stuck to your heart, and or you received a prophecy that was spoke to you by God's vessel. The promise still stands. God won't fail. And he never will. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. Oh, we thank you so much for your word today, God. Lord, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that everything you do is intentional and it is with purpose. That even in our weight, God, you're producing fruit in us. You're producing strength and endurance in us. And Lord, today we thank you for encouraging us through your word to stand on your promises, to continue to believe, to continue to have hope. Lord God, we thank you for just imparting in us what we need to hold on and stay strong. The truth of your word empowering us and building us in our spirit, man to be just who and what you've called us to be. And that is believers. You're calling on us to trust you on another level. You're calling on us to walk by faith and not by sight on another level. You're calling us to stand on your promise regardless of what we're seeing and prepare for what you have for us. Prepare for the promise. Prepare for the things that you have revealed to us. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you and we praise your name today. Lord God, I ask that you would encourage the hearts even further of the people that are listening. Lord God, there are people that are going through struggles, that are going through hurts and pains that are going through things that are unimaginable, God, that even the the attacks of their mind and the spiritual warfare that comes up against them, Lord, has been intense. They've been doing all they can to make ends meet for some. They have been trying their best to overcome and move past a failed relationship or to get over the loss of a loved one to be able to move past and and keep going in life without that person in their life. Lord God, I ask that you would release your spirit, God, that you would loose your anointing to heal, to deliver. Lord, touch them in the 
deepest places, God, those places where they cry tears that never make it to their eyes. Lord, give them the strength that they need to move forward. Lord, give them what they need to continue to move on. Lord, heal their body, heal their minds, heal their souls, God. I decree and declare today that healing is being released to you right now. I decree and declare that every stronghold and every soul tie is broken in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed, set free by the power and authority of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for doing a magnificent work in your people today. And God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. So I thank you so much for staying with me and for being with me in this experience in the word of God. Now, I do want to talk to those who do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus is here and he is ready with arms wide open. And to those who used to walk with God and are now feeling the love of God wooing you back to him. Jesus has never left you. He loves you. And he is right there. God wants a relationship with you and to show you who he is. And also, he wants to show you who you are. It says in Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So here is some language to help express what you are believing in your heart to God. Repeat after me. Jesus, I need you. I humbly come before you now. I'm tired of doing things my way. Help me to live for you and do things your way. I believe that you died and you rose from the dead just so that I can be free. I make you my Lord and Savior. Fill this emptiness inside of me with your Holy Spirit. I surrender my life to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, y'all. Let's give God praise for all he has done and what he is doing right now. Heaven is celebrating. There are angels celebrating at the lives that have been given to Jesus today. To those who have given your life to Jesus, welcome to the family. I welcome you with the love of Jesus. And those who rededicated their lives to God, welcome back. 
God is celebrating just like the the father is welcoming back a prodigal son. He his love for you has never waned. It has never died. And we thank you for everything that you have considered before and how you have cast those things aside and said, "You know what? I'm I want Jesus." I want Jesus. And you did that today. So we would love to hear from you. And we want to send you a love gift for your journey. So email us at livingwatersflowingministry at gmail.com. And the same email address, you can use it for prayer requests and testimonies and also um, comments on the show. And we would love to hear from you. Now, we also have a Facebook page. Um, that you can now go to Facebook and search Living Waters Flowing with Nina Menace. And you can click like to follow us and stay connected. And also, 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 women of God, I invite you to join our Facebook women's group called Queens of God. Um, that is Queens with the crown in front of it because there are other groups that are Queens of God also. So we would love to have you. We are an amazing community. We have grown so much together. We laugh together. We pray together. We really uplift and and encourage and empower each other through the group. And it is just a beautiful, beautiful community. And I invite you to come. I love each and every one of you. And until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.